welcome to the second episode of Get Ready to Crumble. Um, I noticed that everyone did like the last episode, which was fucking sick. Like, right now, I can look at this and I can see 51 uh, downloads in total uh, from the last episode. And I think it's, I, I didn't know that, um, you guys listening to this would actually enjoy this. Like, I thought it was just gonna be, like, some mediocre thing that some people would like, but most people wouldn't, and be like, well, this is fucking boring. But I got a lot of good Snapchats and text messages saying that this podcast was awesome and... I guess everyone was waiting for more. My mom wanted me to do, like, you know, it a weekly thing, but podcasts are supposed to be daily, so I might as well just keep doing this, like, here and there. I'm not going to have a set schedule yet until Sophie is back home. But, yeah, so this episode is going to be about shitty ex-boyfriends. Um, I know the... Females listening to this will love to hear my shitty ex-boyfriend stories. Um, and, you know, lessons learned from each one of them. <laughs> um, oh, fuck. Alright, so... Let's get re- ready to crumble. <laughs> um, alright, so... Before starting, I would like to congratulate um, Mia Apichel for completing her school year at Riviere, Riviere, I don't know, but I'm so super proud of her for making it through her first year. You're fucking awesome, and you're smart, Um, and I think that's really really it for a, you know, before we get into everything. So, I know some people are like, well, I don't have a boyfriend or girlfriend, so this is kind of stupid. Um, well, it gives you a good insight on my past shitty relationship experiences and why I have a lot of trust issues And in another episode, we're going to get into another person that gave me more trust issues. I don't know if they listen to my podcast, but if they do, hi, howdy, how are you doing? You may know who you are. Um, so yeah, um, let's start off with my first boyfriend. So, again, we're not naming names unless I'm on good terms with them, and this one I am... Leaning more on the, I'm not on good terms with them. Yeah. Like, I don't feel comfortable talking to this person. So, like, not in, like, the, I'm scared of them, or we fight, but it's, like, I can't casually just be like, hey, how are you doing? So, we're gonna name this guy... Hmm. There's a lot of cool little names. Oh, we'll do that one. Da Vinci. 
Vinci. Davinci? Da Vinci. Yeah. Love it. And I, I know he doesn't listen to this, but if he ever does, I think he'll know I'm talking about him. And I know a lot of people um, hearing this or these stories of my ex-boyfriends know damn well who the fuck they are. So, this one is about Da Vinci. <laughs> Only real ones will know why I gave him that name. Only real ones. Alright, they'll understand. So, I started to know Da Vinci in freshman year. Uh, we had a geography and cultures class together for the year. And our teacher had us in, like, different rows, and they were all seated in alphabetical order. But at the end of the year, she made us, like, she, she didn't make us, but she said that we could pick our own seats, because fuck it, who the hell cares? It's the second semester, whatever. So, throughout the whole year, I did not move my seat, because I was very much into Da Vinci, and he used to call me Grass Flake, Egg. It was, it was weird. But, like, I was madly in love with this motherfucker. And I liked him for about a year before we dated, because we started dating sophomore year. Um, but uh, Da Vinci and I would talk for a while. And I finally got a Snapchat at the end of freshman year. I still have a Snapchat. We just don't talk. Um, obviously. Um, you know, and I started talking to him, and then I don't know why I do this. But it always has to be on my fucking birthday that I go and be like, fuck it, I'm gonna go tell my crush that I like them, haha. <laughs> Cause I always have my friends over for the night or some bullshit. So, well, I always have the fucking, finally, the balls to do it. So, I tell him I like him over text. And he doesn't like he opens it and he doesn't respond for like about I think one to two weeks and my friend Jarrett finally told him stop being a fucking pussy and just answer her like stop being a little bitch about it so he finally answered and he was like no and then we never talked ever again until one day, he texts me, and he says, I swallowed an ice cube hole, and there we went. We started talking again, and um, you could tell that he liked me, and so then we met up at lunch, um, and everything like that. We had matching red Crocs and matching shirts, and we would match on Fridays, and so then we agreed to meet up to go trick-or-treating on Halloween, and I went with Sophie and Da Vinci, and that night he asked me out, um, and that was probably the happiest moment of my life at the time. I don't 
honestly still think it is, if I'm being honest, because I was with Da Vinci for like a year and a half. So, um, we had a great relationship. Like, it was, it was a great relationship, uh, best relationship I've ever been in. Um, we, we really hit it off. Um, we would give each other baskets for, like, our one month and shit like that. Like, our Christmas time was insane. We did matching onesies. We did baskets for each other. Um, and he even got me a promise ring for Christmas. And I wore that fucker every day. God damn. In the shower. At, like, in bed. Like, while I'm taking a shit. Like, I wore that fucking thing. And, like, we just, you know, kept hitting it off. Like, we were fucking talking about getting married our sophomore year of college. We were talking about, have like, what our kids' names are, which I still remember them, but I'm not going to say them because, one, I don't want to, and, two, it gives away who the person is because of the last name. So, I'm not gonna, yeah. Anyways, so it was going well, and then it started going downhill because of my friend, Sam. And it was weird, because Sam at the time liked me, and... We all know how that went. So basically, over the summer, Sam tried kissing me. We hung out all the time over the summer while um, Da Vinci was gone in California. And Da Vinci didn't like that. Not one bit. And... Uh, so... We almost broke up on the 4th of July. Yeah, that wasn't, that was nasty, but I do blame myself too. I don't just blame him, um, but I blame my immaturity at the time. I mean, fuck, I was 15, like, I was, come on now. Um, but... I really did love the kid. I loved him. I saw a future with him. I thought we were going to make it through high school together. And we ended up only making it to junior year. And, uh, yeah. It was going downhill. Um, really bad. Like, we started fighting. And it just felt like I was being blamed all the fucking time. And I didn't want to, I never, ever, no, like to this day, I'm not fucking with anyone. I never wanted to break up with him. But there were so many reasons to break up with him. And I was going through a lot at the time. My stepdad was moving out of the house, um... Because my mom and him were separating. 
and like that was that was difficult for me um so it didn't help that we were fighting and you know there was a breaking point uh we had a really bad argument and it was a screaming fight in his um stepdad's car and it it was to the point where i was like you know what we're close enough to my house i'm getting the fuck out of this car and i'm fucking pissed off at you don't talk to me for a while and i went out of the car and i went to go to the front of the car and this motherfucker almost hits me with the fucking car I'm not crazy. This fucker almost hits me with the car. Like, you're that mad? Fuck you. And not only that, that motherfucker's the reason why I'm on birth control. Uh, we had a pregnancy scare. That's fucking sweet. I'll never forget the time we got caught by his mom. That was fucking scary. Um, hashtag never again. But... That was just my breaking point, and I broke up with him. I, yeah, I was fucked up for this. I broke up with him over text. Please shit on me now. Boo. Like, uh, he was in Florida with his family for Christmas. Um, so we celebrated Christmas early. We had matching onesies yet again. And so, yeah, I broke up with Da Vinci. I said, I'm sorry, but, like, you know, I realize I can't be with you anymore, and I don't want to end this, but it has to, like, and he was begging for, like, a break, and I was like, I can't, like, I just can't, so we broke up, but it was weird after because we still hung out, like, we went and we still hung out. And people were like, are you guys fucking dating, or... And so, I was trying to not act like a couple with him. But he was still trying to come near me, acting like a couple. And I just, I just, you know, whatever. And he was always asking. He was like, I have a question. And I was like, yes. And he's like, are we ever going to get back together? And I was like... Maybe I'm not having the greatest time right now, and eventually it just it wasn't getting it wasn't getting any better. He thought one day that I was asking for attention in a skirt, specifically a blue Brandy Melville skirt, in my War and Peace class that he had with me. It was like a Civil War class, like. It was a fun fucking class. Let me tell you something. That was the best class. Like, one of the best classes I've ever had in my life. Maybe not my life. But in my high school days. Um, and he was just all mad because there were two people that were flirting with me in that class. And you know what? None of us can help that. If guys are flirting with me, then guys are flirting with me. I'm not asking for anything. 
But, of course, he takes that the wrong way, because he's all fucking high and mighty and all jealous. Yeah, if you're listening to that, fuck you for that day, because that actually really fucked me up. We get back, and he starts fucking screaming at me in his mom's car. Like, screaming that I'm a fucking whore, and I'm like, what? And I'm crying, and he's telling me to not cry so that his mom doesn't suspect anything. Like, um, um, what? Excuse me, sorry, what? Yeah. Let's just say he was upset because I didn't really want to get back together with him anymore, and he was kind of just ruining it ten times more and hurting me more. And one day he just said, we're done. I'm never talking to you again, blah, 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 blah. It took me a year and a half. Same amount of time we were together to get over that shit. I just want him to know if he ever listens to this, fuck you and fuck you. Because I was up every single night until fucking sunrise bawling my eyes out. Fuck you. Fuck you. And fuck you for almost hitting me with your car. And fuck you for literally shaming me in a skirt. Even though you love seeing me in dresses. Fuck you. Fuck you. Maybe I wouldn't have broken up with you ever if... You just stopped arguing with me. And you were just happy that I was fucking with you. You know, you never realize how valuable something is until it's gone. And I learned that from a Canadian that I went to fucking school with. Yeah, buddy. You're going to be in an episode too, believe it or not. Ha-ha. I don't know if he listens to my podcast, but if he does, fair warning. Future episode. Oops. Haha. <laughs> May have spoiled it, but he doesn't know when. Continuing on to my next ex boyfriend. I can name this one because me and him are on good terms. So, his name was Charlie. We named him Vespa Boy, though. So, good old Charlie. I have known Charlie since 5th grade, 4th, 5th grade, I'm going to say 5th grade, let's just, yeah, because he was in my class, and he uh, works at the McDonald's that is near my old house, but at the time I still lived there, so Sophie and I would always go down there, blah, 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 and I don't know how we ended up, like, talking, but... I don't know, but just one day after him and I hanging out all these times, we fucking kissed on my porch, and then we just started dating, uh, end of August, and we broke up in November, and here's the fucking shit show. I really thought something was gonna happen, like, good? No, you're wrong. Haha. <laughs> well, this 
fucker's definitely gay. Charlie, you're gay. You are definitely at least bisexual. This man kissed my gay best friend on the fucking lips. Full on kiss on the lips while we were dating. After I had just bought that fucker five guys. I was, I was mad to say the least. Because I know damn well my gay best friend, aka Brady, did not like mean it like that and he was just fucking around and he actually fucking like Charlie actually kissed him. Um the sex No words. I I don't think I have to explain. It was no, I'm going to explain. It was shit. Um we just didn't fit. Like it just wasn't going well. And so he, one day, he just said, hey, um, you know, he obviously broke up with me, but he hit me with the fucking line, oh, you know, you deserve better. Um, and then I found out months later that he used me for my body. It's okay, cause, you know, whatever. That was my first hand experience of, uh, I got used. And from that day on, I had to get used to it, which I still get used. I hate men, and I will never be lesbian. I don't like girls. So I'm really having a hard time here. But, uh, yeah. So, my next ex-boyfriend. <laughs> I've had, I've had a handful. His name, let's see, I fucking hate this bitch. And I know that if he ever comes across this and I said his real name, he's gonna flip. Because he acts like a fucking woman. Like, overdramatic as fuck. And I'm saying this as a female. Like, women are overdramatic as fuck. Alright, I'm gonna say that. This fucker was the woman in the relationship. Let's just name him... Ooh. I really, we're going to name him, uh, post, no, we're going to name him Jaden Smith, because that motherfucker was obsessed with Jaden Smith. So, fucking Jaden Smith and I were friends while I, like, we were friends prior to Charlie and I dating. We were friends my entire junior year. Uh, Da Vinci did not like, uh, Jaden Smith either. Um, yeah, he didn't like him because he knew damn well that Jaden Smith was flirting with me while I was in a relationship with Da Vinci. And yeah, he was obsessed with me. Fucking Jaden Smith, the pedophile looking bitch. And I regret having sex with him. Um... Because, yeah, I should have thrown a paper bag over his head. Yeah. Jaden Smith, obsessed with me, always promised me, I'm going to treat you like a princess because, you know, the way that Da Vinci treated you was shit. Uh, blah, 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 blah. You don't deserve anything like that. You deserve to be treated like a princess, like you are, because you're like my world. Like, all this fucking bullshit. 
And I would cackle at this shit, because I was like, you gotta be fucking me in the ass right now. <clears throat> like, so eventually, well, backstory, he's actually assaulted me. I don't care what anyone says. I don't give a fuck. There's a lot of people that disagree with me. Well, not a lot. But people that are fucking friends with that bitch, uh, they, they're like, oh, well, he didn't sexually assault you, so you're full of shit. And I'm like, uh, were you there? It was because I was just getting used to my meds, my epilepsy meds, because this was like a month after I finally got diagnosed with, well, not diagnosed, um, a month after, like, my first seizure, so I was getting used to my fucking meds, and they still make me drowsy as shit, but maybe not as worse as that, but he sexually assaulted me. I don't want to go into detail, because that's no one's business, <sighs> even though one of those fuckers will listen to this and be like, oh, well, that's because it never happened. Go fuck yourself. Literally. And one of you looks like a fucking idiot. Like, literally, bitch, lose some fucking weight first. And no one fucking cares about you. Like, no wonder your graduation pictures are fucking just your family. Because, and it's captioned, oh, I never really knew you guys anyways. Like, I never did anything to her, but, oh, because I told my sexual assault story, I'm the bitch. Like, she thinks I'm the motherfucking Amber Heard. Like, holy nuts. So, him and I became friends again after that whole fucking scenario. Like, I'd say three, four months later down the road, he gave me a what I thought genuine apology at the time. Yeah, I look back on that, and I think that's fucking horse shit. <laughs> anyways. Mm, child, anyways. Um, in February, five days after Valentine's Day, his awkward ass, after Sophie peer pressuring him to ask me out because he wanted to ask me out, he asked me out in the fucking red arrow uh, diner parking lot, uh, and some people listening to this don't, like, don't know what Red Arrow is, so Red Arrow is just a diner, it's like a New Hampshire thing, um, it's really fucking yummy, and it's got breakfast, lunch, and dinner 24-7, and it's like one of the best diners I've ever been to, and I always go there to fuck around with friends, because... We're assholes, and we just decide to be menaces to society. That's gonna be dumb. But, on track now, him and I dated until, like, April. Um, the reason why we broke up, well, that's hilarious. I was hanging out with my guy friend at the time. I'm gonna name him because, like... I wouldn't say we're on bad terms, and I wouldn't say we're on good terms. We're just kind of like, eh. Uh, I hung out with my guy friend at the time, Trayvon. Um, we're not friends anymore, obviously. But I don't think he would care being named, really. Um, so Trayvon and I were, like, 
decided to start hanging out because we hadn't talked to each other in forever. So we would go to like, we went to Popeye's, we would hang out at the parking garage where I would always hang out with all my friends. And he would start, uh, fucking Jaden Smith would start getting fucking salty about it. Even though Jaden Smith and I would fall asleep on FaceTime, call all the time. I'd go and hang out with him on his lunch. I'd hang out with him on his 15 minute break. I literally, fucking literally was around that motherfucker so much. Like, give me a break. Like I said, the woman in this relationship. Hmm. I broke up with him. I did. Because he was fucking mad that I wasn't showing up for his fucking lunch and shit. And he was making up this bullshit saying, Oh, well, people are thinking, uh, me and you aren't together. You're going around cheating. I'm like, why the fuck would I cheat? If I was gonna go and fuck around with some other bitch, I'd already break up with you. Fuck you. So I broke up with him over the phone. Yeah, I know. Boo. Yeah, fuck you, Skyler. But it happened on a night I went to go sleep over um, this girl's house. I don't like her at all. Um, she's a bitch. But <laughs> I, don't, I don't like a lot of people. This is the podcast where I don't like people, alright? So, eh, put your seatbelts on. Um, but, yeah, it was a screaming call, and I was like, no, you know what, you're just fucking mad because I'm hanging out with a guy, and I was just like, you know, you're fucking immature, blah, 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 and I fucking broke up with him, and I said, we're done. No arguing, we're done. Go fuck yourself. And so then, like, all of his fucking friends came at me, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, my God, fucking bitch, you're 19. Fucking grow up. And, you know, now he has a girlfriend now, but shit, I don't really care. I'm going to walk off with the fact he said that I sucked the soul out of him, so. <laughs> Continuing on. On to the next bitch. This motherfucker also sexually assaulted me, but he sexually assaulted me in my relationship. His name is, uh, Fuckface. I'm not gonna give him a vanilla, uh, I'm not gonna give him a vanilla nickname. I'm gonna name him Fuckface. He cheated on me. By sending nudes to my friend, Olivia. Um, fuckface sexually assaulted me during the relationship. And our arguments were because I didn't want to have sex with him. So he would get mad and all this shit. And he would gaslight the fuck out of me over a text message saying, Oh, I'm gonna kill myself. You know, I have a shotgun and all that. Gaslight, gaslight. This guy clearly needs, like, a therapist, counseling, whatever. Because as someone who has thought of committing suicide before, now I know if my mom listens to this, she's going to be like, you're full of shit, but I'm not. 
for someone that has thought about killing themselves before. I don't want to hear that. I don't really think anyone actually wants to hear, oh yeah, I'm going to kill myself. You know, you, you know, I think about, and uh, yeah, no, not for me, sweetheart. Uh, yeah, we spent the whole summer together at Olivia's house, basically. Um, he's fucking asshole. We met because we worked at Rap City together, which turns out, uh, well, one, he got fired from there, and two, he actually tried coming back. Yeah, uh, you're fucking stupid, because I would rock your fucking shit and slice your hand up in the goddamn food slicer if you came back. Just saying... I don't care if I go to jail. I hate you. With a fucking fat passion. Fatter than your fucking dick. Like, goddamn. But, 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 but. Um, backtrack to when we met. We worked at Rap City together. And I kind of knew him. Like, low-key. I don't remember where, but I, I low-key knew him. Um, and he is currently a junior right now. So, he, I dated him when I was a senior and he was a sophomore. And it's just like a year, a year and a half difference or some shit. I don't know, between us, but that's not that bad. Um, so... He would make fucking comments, like, dumb sexual comments, and he would, like, just flirt with me. I don't know why. It was probably for my body. Duh, because that's all that guy fucking wants is sex, so... Yeah. Not trying to, like, toot my own horn and be like, oh, I have a fucking sexy-ass body. No. It's just, it's just that. Um, it's just but probably truth, honestly. Like, it was just for my body. And so, um, so, 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 he made comments like, oh, like, that's not the first time you've been on your knees. Whenever I would get on the fucking ground on my knees... And pick something off the ground. Like, okay. And I used to boss his ass around because he was the laziest, worst worker ever. Like, fucking horrible work ethic. Clearly still has a horrible work ethic because he gets fired from his fucking jobs. So, um... <laughs> we eventually, like, we started talking to each other in school... And laughing, and everyone was like, well, what the fuck is going on between those two? And the bitch I don't like, she has red hair. She's fucking Ginger. I'm gonna call her Ginger. So, fucking Ginger was like, why are you guys flirting? Blah, blah, blah. And it was like, it was a video of me laughing. Like, bitch, I went to school high that day. Mm, kiss my ass. So, of course, I'm gonna be fucking giggling. Um, but... When I ended up in the ICU for my epilepsy, which we will get into my epilepsy 
<laughs> yeah. Epilepsy in another episode. Um, but, so my epilepsy made me land in the ICU for my graduation. Not so fucking swag. Um, and he, I guess, I was on, like, fucking oxygen and shit. Like, I could not breathe on my own. I was almost put on a breathing tube, which was awful. Um, but he, oops, um, he came in. He snuck into the hospital because you were only allowed one visitor because of fucking COVID. Like, uh, cough, cough, sneeze, sneeze. Like, shit, dog. Just get vaccinated. Um, so, he, um, he snuck in, and apparently my mom was like, yeah, he sat with you for a while, asked if you were okay, and he kissed you on the forehead when he left. So I was like, this guy genuinely cares about me. Shit. And I was like, so he just acts like a fucking brat. And so, like, I gave him a chance. Yeah. Used me for sex. Was a fucking freak. And now he, uh, has a girlfriend now. Um, she is kind of white trash. And, um, well, he sent nudes to my college best friend's sister, who's 13, literally sent a video of, uh, yeah, his dick, um, and I sent it to his girlfriend and everything, and she just doesn't care, so she just loves, just, they have the same energy, they just like sex, they don't give a fuck about relationships, so yeah, that is my most recent ex, um, I have not dated in forever. And lesson learned is, well, 90% of these fuckers I gave a chance. And I felt bad. So I pity dated them, thinking that I was going to get something out of it. Yeah, big life lesson, don't pity date someone. If they do one nice thing for you, and it makes you look at them and be like, wow, maybe they are a good person. Nope, fucking stop right there. Pause yourself, save yourself from the emotional damage and the fucking stress and the emotional roller coaster and shit. Just save yourself from it. Seriously. Just save yourself from it. And I can't really say anything about Da Vinci. Um, you know. There, there's really nothing much I can say on that one. There was really no lesson learned on that one. It was just really sad. But, yeah. Anyways, that is the end of the podcast um, for, you know, the main juicy part. But, hot in media, the fucking bullshit going on with uh, Roe versus Wade overturn. Personally, here's the thing. People only see it as abortion. It's more than that. It's about fucking birth control and shit like that. So, uh, yeah. I know a girl that goes to my old school that is a pro-lifer. 
Uh, fuck you. Um, you're fucked up for that. Uh, it's just a clump of cells females are getting rid of, so it doesn't, you know, it doesn't have any actual body parts yet. It's just a clump of cells, so... I don't see the problem. Um, and females need birth control. Like, if you don't want abortions, then why the fuck would you get rid of birth control? I, d I don't know why. And not only that, but I don't know why this was even a thing in the first place. This whole overturn shit. No. But I'm so glad that, uh, Concord is, well, some people here don't know what I'm talking about because they're not from here in New Hampshire, but Concord is the capital of New Hampshire. It's the, you know, city, really, um, even though Manchester is a bigger city than Concord, but Concord is the capital city of New Hampshire. But that's where we have our big, like, protests and all that. So there was a, ra like, rally at the State House, and I was really happy to see it. It was about pro-choice. Pro and it's awesome seeing all those females out there, like, whoop, whoop, like, Definitely pro-choice, like, you should not have a choice over my body, and you should not have a choice over whether I can get birth control or not. Like, you don't want abortions, yet you want to think about, get like, getting rid of birth control, and it's like, no. Because then we're gonna have a problem, and it's like, all these fucking pro-lifers are like, well, you notice how, like, there's a bunch of families out there that are waiting to adopt every day, then explain why the foster care system is shit. Like, seriously. Explain why the foster care system is shit right now. Oh, it's because of unwanted children. So, it's actually really sad on what the government does with unwanted children. So, honestly, if a female cannot afford to keep a child then she should be allowed to abort it. And not only that, but abortion clinics are... Abortion clinics actually have a limit of time on when you can get rid of the child. So there's a certain limit on when you can get the child taken out. Um, and not only that, a lot of fucking pro-lifers are fucking dumb. Like, they think Planned Parenthood is just abortions. Like, no, it's, yes, you can get an abortion there, but no, it's not just abortions. It's like birth control, OBGYN, like, condoms, and abortion. Like, Jesus, it, it just is a lot. And, you know, I'm praying to God that, like, women get the right to choose what they want to do with their bodies. And that birth control is still around. And I know that there's a lot of females out there 
that are panicking right now, but right now you can still go and get birth control completely. Like you can still go and go get birth control. So if anyone's worried that we're not going to have access to birth control anymore, go get it now. Um, it's the right time and just get it done. Um, but that is what's hot in media. And next episode will be on May 7th. Um, May 7th um, is the, I believe, 6th year anniversary, right? Yeah, 6th year anniversary of um, my best friend passing away. So I... I'm going to reserve an episode for her, um, and I want to tell her story. Um, so please, if you really care enough, it'd be awesome if everyone could wear pink May 7th in honor and remembrance of Molly. Um, it'd be awesome. And I hope no one complains about the episode being too late or anything like that. Because on that day, it's just going to be Day of Remembrance. And I'm going to go to a um, get-together um, with her friends and her family um, where we set off lanterns. Um, so, yeah. So, I hope people enjoyed hearing the good old scoop on ex-boyfriends uh, tonight, or whenever you're listening to this. Because um, I am currently making this at 10 o'clock at night. But I hope everyone enjoyed listening to this, and if you want any specific... Um, requests on what you want me to talk about or um anything please go dm our instagram page um get ready to crumble and if you would like to be a guest on our podcast please also dm our instagram get ready to crumble um it would be great it'd be a great place to organize who wants what or who wants to be on the podcast and we'll get it all set up just to let us know um, what you want to talk about on the podcast, when you want to be on the podcast. Um, and yeah, so I hope you guys all enjoyed this episode and I hope you guys have a great day, night, week, and month, year. Um, and yeah, uh, see you guys in the next episode.